I lost control of my bodily functions. Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we're going on a trip down the Illinois and flashbacks of me drowning are already flooding my memory. See what I did there? And after the break, Yelp is on the way. Yelp is on the way. <laughs> I'm Brett. And I'm Harley. We have... What? We've got some things to unpack. Dude, I don't know that we have time in a single show to, to unpack cover everything that needs all to be. of our Illinois River mishaps misadventures i thought we were gonna you, we were gonna touch on we're not gonna touch on your polar plunge uh we can it was cold when you sound i you sound feel so scared. recharged and ready for next year's polar plunge like you're 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 already ready for next year i'm already counting it down <laughs> the anticipation like, like oh shit there's only 363 oh, days left what if they do another one like what if they schedule one in the middle like they do <laughs> affair of the heart where it's two times a year oh yeah you'll be fine it was cold and well, next you, but year you, did you were definitely i'm doing, doing it, it man you're I, not getting out of it i don't i i, I wanted to be there no, you did not. I did kind of want to be there, man. I was there with you in spirit. Oh no, you did weren't. you have a a force vision like of? But I'm instead of it of it being Obi Wan, it's me standing on the water. No, I had like a total blackout. Did you really, dude? It was cold. Yeah. Instantaneously, my body was trying to jump out and swim off to the side at and, the same time. At the same time, it's trying to sink to the bottom. Right. Yeah. Did you touch bottom? Uh, or were you in the spot? I don't think so. No. Oh God, I can't imagine. I can't imagine hitting that water and not being able to put a foot down. I would oh, have yeah, been no. dead. No, I picked a deep spot. Oh, look at you go! Were you the first one in? Definitely not. Well, what happened? Um, I was literally, <clears throat> I was literally wait. I was waiting for the procession to uh-huh. come down. Yeah. And then they were, you know, trying to organize it all, and there's. I don't know. There's probably 200 people standing on that rock. Is it better? Was it better organization this time? You know, the time we went, there was a little bit, just a little bit of a communication error. Uh, I think it's improving. No, I think it's one of those things where it's kind of hard to. Hurt. It's like herding cats. Cat, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. And then when they jump in the water, it's like baptizing them because they're everywhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and everybody's trying to get out of the water. But we have had a lot of fun adventures. Involving water. Have you noticed that a lot of our biggest, our cleansing spiritual quests have involved water? Yes. One of which will go down in history. And I don't know why we're even doing it. I feel like you're intentionally coming after me with a show about the Illinois River. Like you're, cha- like you're challenging me to a rematch <laughs> against the old man, old man River. No, I'm not. But I will say the reason I chose... The topic of the Illinois River at this particular juncture, yeah, is because float season starts. Soon. It's getting there. It'll be here. It's if, about a month away. But I know you're saying that it. And it's not like this show is going to come out any sooner than the fact that it's supposed to snow again soon. So the reason I the reason I even thought of it is because of the whole Madison Park thing. Yeah. If you remember, 
our first trip down the Illinois oh my. was on opening day. Of- it was. Yes. Now, it needs to be noted that this podcast doesn't exist if we were a statistic on opening day. Oh, yeah. Two unknowns die. <laughs> At least if we die next time, they can say the hosts of the only in Ocasio yeah. perished in a temp over act In a horrible <laughs> podcasting accident. 20, 20 feet from the bank. But the reason that I the reason I remembered it yeah. is because if you remember the the first time that we went down the Illinois, you yeah. dropped your glasses. Oh man. And it was twelve, fourteen foot down. And cold. And I had to dive down there because you couldn't see where they were. That's the pro here's a let me Okay. This I have to say this. The hardest thing to find without your glasses on <laughs> is your glasses. There is a cruel irony to that. And look at these. Oh if, yeah, no. Imagine thick. if these drop. No, no, no. If these drop, oh, that's in the water, horrible. Yeah, they're all they're cleared. done. Yeah, hell, these are done when they're lost on the freaking nightstand, man. But, but re- I remember having to dive down multiple times searching for <laughs> your glasses, <laughs> and that water was as cold. Frigid. Was as cold as Medicine Park. How deep do you week. think that water was? Five foot? Four foot? The Illinois? Yeah. Um, it varies from you know because where of I feet. was standing. I was able to stand, but I remember going down at least once to get to to try to track down my glasses, and it was frigid. No, and it was I'm not probably up twelve or fourteen foot deep. I'll I'll give it up to you. Yeah, where you dropped them at, and, which... and not long after I dropped my glasses, I nearly drowned because I I just I just don't anymore. <laughs> can we just talk about the good times? Are oh, there <laughs> sure, sure we can move on. Okay, for those that don't know, have never had a trip down the Illinois. Mm-hmm. The Illinois is gorgeous. It is gorgeous, man. It's nestled right in the middle of the Ozark Hills. Yep. The upper Illinois River is kind of easy flowing. Yeah. It's uh, a class two river. Mm-hmm. Rock bottom the whole way, so you can see. And the water's crystal clear. Crystal clear. Uh, between that and the scenery, it's a great float. You When you go down and you look, because I like to look and see. I always like to, okay, first and foremost, I, I I'm not a big fan of water. I'm a bigger fan of water if I can see the bottom. Right. Unfortunately, I was like, is that a is that a diamond? No, it's a Kurs can. Uh <laughs> so occasionally you can see beer cans at the bottom. But the but the thing about it is, as far as like geographically, you see all kinds of stuff when you're it's just a different view. It's a different view from the bank to the water. Yeah, I mean, you're talking, you're talking forests, rock uh, walls. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. But again, the water's crystal clear. Mm-hmm. It kind of changes speed just based it on does. the the, the uh, width of the mm-hmm. river at that given time. Yep. So you kind of have some lazy time where you just kind of chilling and. Laughing and joking, and then you've got the kind of the the, the little white water moments, right? The little clinchers where you got to go down, oh, you know, like two oh foot drop. God, I can't, dude. It just the, I had a great time, but after I dropped my glasses, I didn't wear them again much, so I didn't get to see. Got a drop off coming, so I didn't see it until it happened. You did that on purpose, though, because you were terrified. Okay, I didn't want to see. As far as the river technical requirements Mm -hmm. my kids have done it like when they were little but you see like the serious people out there doing it too 
Yeah. And and they'll do, typically, I'll see some people doing the same spot over and over. So there's, you know, like a series of drop-offs or whatever. Now, let's be real. Mm-hmm. The first time we did it, this is the first time I'd ever been in a canoe. Right. There's a learning curve to canoes. Can we talk about the canoe? Yes. Okay, so we're the very first time Brett has ever been in a canoe. We get loaded up. It's kind of later in the <laughs> afternoon. We get into late, the... It's dusk, man. Go ahead. It was it was pretty late. We still had a couple hours. Okay. So we get everything loaded into the canoes. We're going to go halfway down in camp was mm-hmm. the plan. Yeah. We get in the water. We made it 40 foot down the Illinois yeah. before Brett freaked out. Because we hit a stick and flipped us over oh, in the shit. canoe. Yeah. And we got out with all of our gear soaking wet on the wrong side of the river. And we oh, ended up setting man. camp literally 100 yards from where we came into the water. Right? And right or wrong, it was probably one of the worst. I don't know. I don't want to know what was going on outside the tent that night. But the the wind was pulling the tent up. I mean, it oh, was yeah, there brutal. Was, yeah, we had a pretty intense windstorm and we were kind of out in the open i mean trying to it, i don't know if you've ever tried to stake a tent down on rocky sandy soil there's not much grip to that yeah. so we were had rocks on we had, we were each sleeping on a corner on the inside had a rock on the stakes on the i mean it was uh and we just got there and it, and it was already adventure island it was a blast though. it was a blast it was like, an absolute blast i look back i at mean that it really trip was as being one of my favorites and it was literally a comedy of errors. But you signed us up for the 20 mile, didn't you? It was the longest version that they had. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for my maiden voyage, I mean, it, it broke me in. That's for sure. But yeah, I, but you had plenty of time to learn and yeah. get used to things, and, <laughs> yeah. and you didn't. So I. And then it just as quickly as it, we started, it was over. <laughs> so there are a bunch of float trip outfitters in the area. Put some links in the show notes. You can rent canoes, kayaks, uh, rafts. Plus, they'll shuttle you up and down yep. the river, which is awesome. Oh yeah! If you don't have, if you can park at the bottom and have somebody take you up to the top, you don't have to worry about your vehicle. It's in a secure place. Yep. You don't have to drive back and forth. You don't have to take two vehicles with you. I think it's well worth it. And they don't. Most of them don't charge anything if you rent from them. There's no charge for the shuttle. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. If they drop you at the bottom of the hill, you get in the water, there's no turning. There really is no turning back. What's the halfway point? Six miles? Yeah. Not even a halfway point. The third of the way? Six right. miles? I mean, that's the. It's, it's no retreat, no surrender, brother. Yeah, and there's not a lot of help out there either. Nah, there's no cell phone signals. No. There's no places to stop. You're you're committed. You've got to be committed to do it. Yeah, not even if you're in a canoe with your phone in the air. <laughs> but again, they have a really short one. <laughs> yeah, it's three yeah. miles. Takes maybe I don't know an hour, hour and a half. But see, I think I think to myself, we did the twenty. Man, I'd never do that again. I don't think tw- thinking about it, three's not enough, man. No, I would I would probably do the twenty again. Yeah. We may have to, that might have to be on the list of us being on the comeback trail. Brett reconquers the Illinois River. Right. Back to the outfitters. Uh, They also offer camping, their cabins, motels, swimming pools, volleyball courts, anything you could think of, just depending on what you're looking for. The ones that we've used in the past, they've all been really nice, really well put together. Clean, fun. 
Like, I loved everybody with, that was there. They're all fun people. This, there's a stigma about the Illinois River. Because I think a lot of people go out there, you know, Memorial Weekend, Labor Day Weekend. You, yeah, you do want to stay away from my personal opinion. Yeah. If you're, if you have young kids and you want this to be a family fun event, you definitely want to stay away from the three day week, week traditional three yes. d three day the, party weekend, the float in the river crowd. Right. I, th- but I also think you can have fun floating the river. But I really think when the rubber meets the road, it's either a kayak or a canoe. Is I think is the best way to experience it. I like the rafts with the kids. Yeah, um, but I think it feels more authentic in a canoe. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I I, I don't feel like, I feel like if I'm not risking my life a little bit, I'm not really getting my money's worth. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm like over here trying to figure out how to accidentally drown myself on a raft. It's like you know, ten by ten. I'm like, dang it, this isn't any fun. But no, it's a blast. It really is. You know, we talked about the views for a little bit. I think that was the first time I'd ever ever seen a bald eagle in person. Yeah. In person, and there's something—it's kind of corny. It's there's something majestic about it. Was it a bald eagle? I thought it was a harpy eagle, or something. it was huge. Uh, was it huge? Hmm, it could have been a harpy. Those a harpy. Those are a mythical beasts. Those will yeah. pick you pick I your ass we up were, and drag you off. I don't think it was a. I don't think it was a bald eagle. I was one of those big big. Big perching like behemoths. I don't know what it was. Like you're the food source kind of situation. Yeah, I don't know. But there, there's all sorts of wildlife out there. Uh, you'll see, you know, rabbits and deer and birds of every flavor. And according to Brett, there, there are fish the size of Volkswagens. They, man. Okay, I didn't have my glasses on. I also understand how water works. When it's clear, it magnifies things. Except for glasses. Uh, <laughs> the fish were as big as the kayak. Oh I'm my God, sorry, dude. man. I swear, yeah, you were you were you were putting off serious Jaws vibes on the Illinois River. I was like, we're gonna need a bigger boat. I was like, dude, that fish is like eight inches long. <laughs> Two people in the canoe. One died. That would that would have been me. Yeah. No. There was for starters. I don't think there's anything remotely. A, uh, an alligator gar. They get big. I don't think there are any alligator gars in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Well, we might have to we might have to research that and, come, and and revisit. But these pup, whatever they were, they were big. I'm not saying it was a damn barracuda. I'm saying it was whatever it was it was big. Could have been a carp. Well, I will tell you that the Illinois is considered an excellent fishing destination. Some of the fish that you might expect to catch in the Illinois. Mm-hmm. Smallmouth, largemouth bass, maybe some channel or flathead catfish, sunfish, and maybe if you're in the right spot, there's some trout fishing, some trout fishing in certain spots. Yeah. But I don't think that you're going to run across a whole lot of, I don't know, great white sharks or piranha or barracuda. If you're asking me, there's a chance. I felt like I was my life. I'm serious. I feel like my life was in, in peril. So, I survived. But if you're a fisherman, there's a whole lot of places to fish. A lot of access throughout the entire river. There's a whole lot of access. Well, that's the deal, too. A lot of the, you know, there are a couple of wildscapes that where they don't mow it down or trim it down. But for the most part, if you're fishing off the bank, like you said, plenty of access to do that. You know, we saw a couple of people on kayaks, even kind of fishing some of the 
the more calm areas. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I mean, there's uh, it's an outdoorsman's paradise. I mean, pick your pick your poison arrow. They got them all. Honestly, I, I will make a recommendation if you're gonna go on a trip down the Illinois. Yeah, that you bring more water than beer. <laughs> yeah, we made a mistake. We brought. Lots of beer and like I think we did the math wrong, or somebody thought they were going to drink river water. You brought a little water filtration system, didn't you? I always have a little water filtration system. Right. Yeah. Well, we had I don't know why, and we're not even a bunch of beer drinkers. I don't know what we were doing. Like, let's just get some beer, man. That's what you do at the river. I think we were drinking beer with breakfast. We were. Yeah, I really I think, think. What was our breakfast? It was like freaking hot dogs wrapped in tortillas or something. I, that, tor- I never go hungry with you. I'm you, telling you, you I, know, only until until recently. If I start going hungry, I'll yeah. find, I'll start taking some wild crafting classes so that I can figure out what we, vegetation we, you can <laughs> eat in the woods. Yeah, he's about to pass out. Get him a bushel of berries. Where are the berries at? Follow Harley. He knows. <laughs> oh boy. Pride myself in being able to make food. You're a forager. In the woods, that's easy to transport. Most people, they try to overdo it. Yeah. If you're backpacking, hiking, things like that, you've got to make it portable and easy to easy to carry and easy to keep at the right temperatures. Okay, then give me your top 100 berries to pick in the wild. I bet you can't do that. Uh, no, I can't. I told you, I, I probably need to take a wild crafting class. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll give you your top 100 restaurants if you're not a forager like Harley. Coming up next. I will say, on my recent trip to Medicine Park. Your there, more recent trip? There were a lot of people that were teamed up like for team, the jump. Like Team Roberts or like Robot? Team Froze Buns and right. stuff like that. And you could tell they were on a team because they were wearing the same shirt. Yes, they were. Did you sport your shirt this weekend? I did. I did wear my shirt this Good weekend. Good job. Yes, I did. Good boy. But where'd you get that t-shirt at, bud? My shirt came from Ronnie Davenport, firefighter and screen printer, and over at Tailboard Apparel. He's also a. I think he's a. He's a black belt in Taekwondo. So am I. His prices kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> because he's 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 an expert in everything he does. Like the dude, he's a photographer. He does it all, right? And if you don't have your own logo and you need some help with that, yeah, he'll help with that as well. Absolutely, as well. He, he will help with that as well. He will. <laughs> Get old Ronnie Davenport. He'll help you with that as well. God bless. Yes, he will. So give him a call for a free quote, 405-517-2174, or find him on the web. Brett, what's that website? Tailboardprinting.wrong. It's tailboardapparel.com. Gotcha, gotcha. Back in the good old days, back when we first, we were just starting up before we moved into this high-rise apartment building. You know, according to our intro, yeah, we are transmitting from an unknown location somewhere in the panhandle in an airstream. Well, let's let the cat out of the bag. Since we started this show, we've moved up. Not really, but anyway, we used to read Yelp reviews. Do you remember that? That used to be something we did? Yes, I do remember that. So we're quite familiar with how important these... I mean, these Yelp reviews can make or break you. 
I agree with that. I don't agree that it should, but it but does. I do agree that Yelp can make or break a everybody is a critic. Yes. But, but here's the thing, we're guilty of 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 pandering to critics. Good, bad, or indifferent. Tell us how bad we are. So I mean, in that same regard, while yes, Yelp is kind of a it's a ne- is it a necessary evil? Probably. Yeah, but I think some people should probably have their degree Yelp privileges revoked mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and maybe like some spell get, check or I, this is something okay. that you and i've discussed a lot over the Ad years nauseum. but if you give if you give a restaurant a one-star review and then say it was the best food that you ever ate you're doing that, it wrong but they didn't have enough stalls in the bathroom that's you're doing it wrong that's that's not right that's not okay yeah it's lazy you can't say best food one star yeah you really can't it's still, I think it's, at minimum, three. you give them a three-star review, and I, you knock them for the restrooms, if you think it's necessary. Yeah, I just, there. I rarely ever use a bathroom at a restaurant anyway. I don't care. But you run into stuff like that all the time, yeah. where, where it'll be five stars. Food was okay, but I really liked Sally, my bartender. Like, yeah, it's dumb. Or, you know, f- five stars. Didn't try the food, but the cocktails were great. Like, that's not really... But in some cases, okay, you can crack the top 100. Yelp has named mm-hmm. the top 100 restaurants, and Oklahoma City has a couple on the list, and there are a couple more in the state. Yes. This is a news story from KFOR. Mm-hmm. Pretty reputable news source, I think. I've heard... A I've few heard, things. I've heard good things. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I don't I... trust them for their weather. Stuff sometimes they're wrong, and I don't trust any of the Ogle boys. Yeah, there's too many of them. Not only that, but they all kind of look alike. They do, but not identical, which kind of creeps me out a little bit. And they're all the same. They're huge, and they're kind of shifty. I'm just gonna say, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know about the Ogles, but I do know that Yelp again. Sometimes, sometimes you get it right. Well, I think. Just law of averages, it's going to be pretty accurate. Yeah. That's why I say that it's a necessary evil. I just don't think that everybody should be allowed to use it. Okay, so let's talk. Let's give examples of how you should use it. Clearly, these restaurants have some, they're in some pretty tall cotton as far as positive reviews. Right. So this list, the top 100, is based on suggestions from Yelp users Mm -hmm. from coast to coast. Um, this year, restaurants from 35 different states and Washington, D.C. made the cut, with cuisines ranging mm-hmm. from Afghan to Vietnamese and kind of everything uh, in between. Yeah, everything in between, yeah. So, the top of the list was Casina Madrigal, a Mexican eatery in Phoenix, Arizona. That, they were number one on the Yelp review list. Nice. Yeah. Forever in Phoenix, we'll have to try them out. But we're never going to leave the state because everything yeah. we need is right here. Number 17 on the list. What? Cafe Cacao in Oklahoma City. I have heard nothing but glowing reviews about Cafe Cacao. Nothing. Yeah, I don't spend a lot of time on Yelp personally, but I will say the Hall's Pizza Kitchen in Oklahoma City, which is number 34 Mm -hmm. on the entire country list. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot of restaurants. They're bomb. I like them. So, you mentioned the Hall's. I know... (laughs) I take my I take my hits for for being vegan. Tara works with a guy that is doing the same thing, and he mentioned halls as being. He's like, if you can't 
don't go to these other places and then go to halls or go to halls first and then go to these other places because you'll it won't it'll never stand up. I've heard. I mean, I just hear glowing reviews because it's hard to get pizza when you're not eating all the the normal stuff. There are a whole lot of restaurants that didn't make this list but would make my list. Yeah. Um, I would definitely like to hear from the listeners on what they consider to be top of the top. Uh, Tocentio should, should be on here. Sorry. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Like, would you say top 100 in the country? For, I mean, I haven't had a ton of authentic pizza, but it's it's pretty up there. Jet's Pizza and More is a good one. But yeah, top 100 in the country. Top 100 restaurants. Restaurants. It's, there's a lot of restaurants, man. Yeah, it's it's a tough thing to to come up with the list. And I guess, you know, this is an aggregate of of people rating yeah, restaurants right. across the country. So it would be real hard to come up with the list for just Oklahoma. But right. I would definitely like to see it. But uh, Tulsa made the list a couple of times. East Village Bohemian Pizzeria in Tulsa yeah, was 83. Yeah. And La Tertulia in Tulsa, uh, number 93. I will say, yes, you don't have to give it up to me publicly. We can talk after the show. I normally give you a hard time for pronunciation. I said, you know what? We're just going to roll with it. We're going to roll with it. Did I butcher some stuff? No, because here's the thing. When you try to do it right, they come after you. When you try to do it wrong, they come after you for not trying. So <laughs> can we just get a, re- can we get our, can we get a review, please? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I think, uh, you know, a whole lot of rules need, should be in place for right. rating restaurants, that sort of thing, because it it is useful mm-hmm. in making decisions about, you know, like, what are the, what, you know, what what's the my top ten list? Well, you know, years, years ago, and I don't know if they still do it or not, um, you know, a lot of people base what they're going to do off Yelp, because we do the same thing. We go, okay, best restaurant and so-and-so, the first thing... The minute you ask your phone or, or Google to say best restaurants in a town or where we're at at the time, it always it gives you the the Yelp listings first. And again, I'm I'm I want a I more. I think it's a necessary tool. Yeah. But if I ask for the best restaurant in Bristow, Oklahoma, I'm sorry, Yelp should be burned. Their corporate headquarters should be like bricked up, mm-hmm. shut down completely. Yeah. When McDonald's is the number one li- number one restaurant on the list. Well, the in in McDonald's defense, it is the first restaurant you see driving into Bristow, which is the problem with it. But more to the point, used to people relied on those dining books and, and like Zagat's guides. Mm-hmm. Hell, they did a skit on Saturday Night Live about Did you see that, Hank? Where they talk about best, and it gives the the whole vibe of the restaurant, what you could expect, and three court describes every course of the meal. There's just nothing really like that anymore. And I think a lot of people, so, and I, you see it a lot on social media where people go, should I see this movie? <laughs> like, just make up your own mind. I, right. I just want a better, I don't want to gauge whether or not I go, I, I go to restaurants based on how many cars are in the parking lot at lunchtime. You know Makes what I sense. mean? Like, if, if, if the asses are in seats, and it's not the only restaurant in town, then something tells you that may be the place to go when the restaurant down the street has got a guy standing outside with a sign saying, you know, eat me. Not me. You know what I mean? Come, you, you, you get what I'm saying, though. You see the restaurant across the street and there's tumbleweed, like from right. an old old Western movie. 
Yeah. Like rolling by. Yeah. When you, it, well, it goes out of its way to like roll away from it. It's like, I don't even want to be associated with that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like there's just not a real good. It, it Maybe there is. Or maybe we're missing it. But Yelp right now is the top dog. That's what people use. It, it's the litmus test for everybody, for everything from food, drink, to where to stay the night. Well, I will say that there's another way that people can make suggestions or find new places to go. Jedi in, mind trick. In the state of Oklahoma. No. Okay. What is it? If You're already there, so right, if right, you right. know oh, yeah, somebody... Yeah, yeah. That wants to find out some cool things to do in the state of Oklahoma. Right. Then it, you should tell them about the Only an OK show. Well, yeah, duh. Or you could go online and leave a review. Absolutely. For our show. So that somebody comes to it and goes, oh. Yeah, this sounds like it might be up my alley. Because, you know, Joe Nimrod out of albuquerque said that this is the best show if you want to know about oklahoma but i've also engaged in a show because somebody said it was controversial or terrible too so give us a bad good or bad review i think there's no such there's there's no such thing as bad publicity there isn't (laughs) give us a one give us a five i don't care you can pick any number in between yes or give us a dollar or a five dollar bill i'll take that too how are they going to give it to you? They're going to track you down at the next polar plunge. <laughs> next year. Everybody that wants to give money to Brett, wait till save it year. up. Yeah. Come out to Medicine Park. And then just put During it. the polar plunge, mm-hmm. he'll be wearing some goofy hat and yeah. probably an only an okay shirt. And then and just then tuck just a go. buck. Tuck a buck. Yeah. I like well, it. Well, if <laughs> from us to you. No, I'm kidding. Well, this has been the Only an Okay Show. New episodes every week. I'm Brett. And I'm Harley, and we're out of here. Peace. You're hoping that the body heats. No, yeah, the body, the the combined body heat warmed up the water. Yeah, no, but I remember, I remember the last time we did it and it was cold. Yeah, it was stupid cold, but literally like, was it, would it it be like so cold? I like couldn't move. It's probably what I would imagine. Like you take a tens machine and just. You have it cranked up to the highest thing, and you just hit the button, and you're like... <laughs> you know when we were doing the the psychic test with the shocks? Oh, my God. Don't do that to me again. It was like that was happening to my... The core? Like, your core? To the core of my body. Yeah. And I couldn't do anything. Like, it was cold. So there was... You know, the last time we went, there were people that were lingering in the water, like, wee-wee, splash, splash, splash. There were two people that stayed in the water. Mm-hmm. The dude <laughs> never the, came out again. The Santa Claus guy, but because yeah, got to a hundred and nine year old dude that yeah. just shows everybody up. Yeah, and then some dude in a Viking hat. That was it. I mean, were there any like scantily not scantily? I mean, not scantily scantily clad, but like, what was the average like dress apparel, costume stuff like that? There were a lot of costumes, but there were also a lot of bathing suits. It's like speedo action. Yeah. Nah, because I think of that episode of uh, Seinfeld where George gets out of the pool. 
The water's cold. The water's cold. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm telling you, it was brutal. It had to be 10 or 15 degrees colder than the time we went before. I mean, the week before, was all the ice gone by this point? Yes. Okay. There was no ice, and it wasn't a cold day, yeah. so I thought, that's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Dude, that water hit hard. But is that a, that's not a natural spring. Where does it come from? The mountain. Mm. So it, it's cold coming off, yeah, off the mountain anyway, so. Yeah. Which, what would you say the average temperature would be on a, I don't know, an April afternoon? The air temperature or the water temperature? Water temperature. Ooh, God, I bet you it's... It's still pretty chilly. Yeah, it's got to be in the 40s, low 40s. Yeah. It, I mean, that's the thing, though. It's not, At least if it's it's chilly in like the summer or the, or the spring of the summer, you can get out and then kind of warm up in the, warm up in the sun. This time of year, there's not really any... Oh, yeah, no. It, I was cold. Like, literally, I was cold the next day. Right. Did you guys do anything else while you were there? You just We just ate an old plantation. Yeah. We walked around, looked at all the new stuff that they're doing down there. Yeah. Which was was cool. Yeah. Um, they've got a lot of lot of stuff on in the works and a lot of new stuff that I didn't see the last time I walked well, there. Well, there's a tattoo shop there now. There's a nice ice baby. It's I think it's like a bar. The trading post where all the regalia and stuff is used to be, that where the tattoo shop is was a little art. Remember, it was an mm-hmm. art museum at the time. So I don't know if that's what moved down to the little trading post. No, I think the trading post has been there all along. There okay, was a, there it's just was something a, different. Uh, yeah, yeah, was, something I think different. There was that's an art right. Gallery that's right. Down there, mm. they have a little bookstore, like an adventure bookstore. Dude, they got all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you if you're coming in not across the bridge, they have a spa. Really? Yeah, I heard something that if you don't come in off the bridge and you take like where it's Medicine Park, where you kind of drive mm-hmm. the back way. Lots of cabins back there, tons of cabins to rent up on the hill, down the hill. And uh, Kelly, the uh, our friend at Redbone, she does a lot of maintenance. Like she helps clean and get them ready, and kind of runs. Oh yeah, a lot of that too. Um, but uh, there's, a, they've got a little curiosity shop that's got, I don't know, it's like a little knickknack paddywhack shop with all kinds of books and yada yada right next to the. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, there's going to be a dispensary down there. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> but, yeah. But they have a lot of neat stuff. That's, oh, yeah. You know, like the events and stuff. The calendar of events is crazy. It's loaded. But then there are a lot of, like, one-off hiking, foraging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yoga, meditation, all sorts of stuff like that. But let's be realistic about Medicine Park. It's legitimately, and maybe I'm, maybe we're partial to it because we've been to Medicine Park a lot. Yeah. But maybe, just maybe, there's some a little bit of magic to it. There's just something about the, it's just, especially in the recent years, when now that they're kind of populating the area, and it's not just like a, you're, you know, knocking on the door going, anybody here? And it's a restaurant. Right. Uh, it just kind of has a, there's an a lot energy. of, an energy, man. Yeah. And, I, and when I was talking to Kelly about that, we talked about how it's just a special kind of place. And it's a, I'll bring. I'll compare it to another place. It's kind of like that. A lot like that. I'm going to say Eureka Springs. Like they have a. They even have similar stories in terms of. In a lot of those uh, communities that are built around the the water source, and because it has the they a lot of them share the same origin story, and same they have a lot of the same crime stories. They used to organized crime used to run Medicine Park. That's not a rumor. I mean, you know. 
I, back in the heyday of the mafia, they would set up camp in small towns all across the country because it was easier to, to move money. It was easier to move between from one place to another without being because nobody, nobody because news didn't travel like it does now. It took it may take two two weeks for them to say so and so was in such and such, and by then they're already gone. That's that why it took so long for them to catch. Bonnie and Clyde is because the news couldn't catch up. The, <laughs> there was no social media. Now the news comes out, and 12 seconds later, there's a conspiracy page set up about that news story, and there's another conspiracy yes. page set up about the conspiracy page on the news story. And there's this, this every there's an angle. Somebody's got an angle shot video from everything that that happens right now. Right. But yeah, Medicine Bar got. You know, we were talking about it earlier. That's really a place that would be nice to just have a, you know, for me, I, you know, I thought about a camper at one time, but honestly, I'd, I'd like to just have a little place to go and just a home away from home that just was in one spot that I like to be in that, that kind of feeds my soul. The mount, you got the mount. Dude, when you come out in the, from the cabin in the morning and you're looking out and Mount Scott's right there, mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says around the country that goes, that's not a mountain. Well, in my edge of the woods, it's a damn mountain. That's what I grew up with, man. How many times have you been up the top of that thing? Oh. Too many. Yeah, a lot. I mean, the parallel forest, a lot of area X. There's a lot of really cool lore and, and spooktacular stuff that happens around there, man. It's just a cool place to be, and it's not that far. It's not. Yeah, I agree 100%. From my house, it's 49 minutes. Yeah. Not bad. What's it from yours? 35? Something like that, yeah. I mean... There's plenty to do. I, I think that's what happens with towns like Medicine Park. You go down, you go, okay, we saw that, we saw that, we saw that. Now what? And it's like you're you, you're missing. Do you not see that? Right. <laughs> Just take a look around. What What do we do now? Like uh, stop? Yeah. Because there's a literally you drive into the the Wichita Mountain Wildlife Reserve. There's a road that goes this way. There's a road that goes. Pick one. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you're gonna drive off the edge of the earth, and you're not that far from civilization. <sighs> That's our home. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I'll just read it. Gotcha, bud. All right. And you'll chime in. As all. With some smart-ass remark. Oh, yeah, it's the uh, Teal Broad. Tealbroad.com. Teal Broads. <laughs> the only broad I'll have is a teal broad. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. B-E-A-U-T-I-F-U-T-I-F-U-T-I-F-U-T-I-F-U-T-I-F-U-T-I-F-U-T-I-F-U-T-I-F-U-T-I-F-U-T-I-F-U-T-I-F-U-T-I-
Ah, Bobby. I'm now programmed. <laughs> ah, Bobby. For domestic use. I'm a military Robert. Military Robert. Major Robert. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's stupid. All right. It's stupid. I don't, why we, I don't even know why we play said it. I don't know why we said it. Wouldn't that be funny? Another thing would be funny? <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Only in OK show, the only Oklahoma podcast from across the pond. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There is <laughs> there is an Oklahoma podcast with a oh, Scottish, Scottish guy. guy. Does he like, welcome to Oklahoma? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's Shrek. You bastards! <laughs> Have you been to Edmund? <laughs> Please do that. Uh, it's the only in Gold Case show. We travelled 500 miles to be the best podcast on the bloody internet. Oh my god. I'm pissing myself over here. You can kiss our arse. Alright. Please enjoy the show like that. <laughs> I can't. Please, for the love of God, just one time. <laughs> Oh my god. I'll try it. Alright, three, two, one. <laughs> ah! You what? can't three, two, one in your Brett voice. Three, two, one. One. Because if you three, two, one in your Brett voice, it does not translate. Three, two, one. Okay, Scotty, get it together. That's Lasers. Alright. I'm vegan and I'm Scottish. <laughs> Which means you're starving. I'm starving to death. <laughs> I need meat. All right. Three, two. <laughs> I, I really want you to do it, but I don't know if you I can handle it. You can't do it. You can't do it. Oh, my God. I don't know if I can handle it. Okay, I'm going to stop. <clears throat> Look at our size. Look at the size of his head. The bun, the pantara. All right. You gotta say the no, word. No, you go three, two, one. No, you don't say one. You just throw it to you me. You do say one because it the show has literally ended one hundred and fifty-seven thousand <laughs> times with the with the countdown right. from three, two, and one. All right, man. Look, I'm freaking Jeff. Three. Healy. I'm Jeff Healy, and this is the only an okay show, man. Yes. Only, only 80s kids would get it, who Jeff Healy is. Roundhouse. Roadhouse. Roundhouse. <laughs> Roundhouse. Where did... If you like Roadhouse, you're you'll gonna love, love Roundhouse. Roundhouse. <laughs> Fun fact, not a single Roundhouse kick was thrown in the movie Roundhouse. I don't know. I feel like there probably was. All right, ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Welcome to the only and good case show today. We're going on a trip down the Illinois River. Flashbacks to me drowning and for breaking again. We're not doing okay. it. We're no. not doing it. Ready? Three, two, one. You can't do one. it. I you can. literally cannot. I can. No, you you just like you can do your weird little tick things and you can't do anything I can't serious. Do it. I can't do anything seriously. No. I can't. You, you can. don't think I can. You don't believe me. I'm working fucking hard here, laddie. Are you ready? Who are you doing right now? You're I don't doing know. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, come on. No, I'm not. You little nose miner. <laughs> you are. Oh, goodness me. Would you like some tea? <laughs> okay. One lump or two. <laughs> Help is on the way. 
Welcome to the only in all case you're supposed to drive by fruiting. <laughs> Dude, tell me now, not one of the best movies ever. Oh, it's probably one of the best so movies. So drive by fruiting. <laughs> I do voices. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's great. Great, you creet. You creet. Didn't they call him a creet and so I married him? You, you creet. Didn't he, didn't no. Grandpa call somebody? Like, no, I I don't know. Let's just do it normal and get this got thing off the road, man. Please do. Okay, got it, man. You know. Can you stop making random noises? Can you leave me the alone, man? You know. I pay a lot of money to have myself censored by myself. You piece of, and I'm not you. All right. Three, two, one. one. And welcome to the show. Today we're going down a trip down the Illinois River, down a trip, Butcher down a trip. We're going to go down the thing and do tripping We're going to do the thingamajigger while we pull on our... <laughs> Three, two, one.